0: Back to the Sunday roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your weeks? How are your hearts? And how are your heads? Thank you to every single individual in the world who is listening to the show and who is supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. You kind hearted people, it is because of you that the show gets made every week. So thank you very much. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, Like, I'm very much flabbergasted at just the relentless kindness that you are showing me. So, I cannot thank you enough. Let's let's continue this relationship and see where we can bring it. Thank you very much to everyone for listening. You're amazing. Now, uh, first things first, patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan, etc. Follow me on Instagram at Megan Mark, all of the usual bullshit. I have gotten a few messages from people asking about those... um, absolutely outrageous face masks, so if you want one of those, send me a message on Patreon because I'm about to order more, so I just need to figure out, like, get a rough, just get a little bit of a head count, you know, uh, so send me a message if you're interested. Now, let's get down to brass tacks, okay? Let's do it. So this one, this thing that I want to talk about today has been on my mind for like quite some time. And actually, just to interrupt myself, if you can hear noise in the background, I'm really sorry, but my neighbour seems to think it's appropriate to have an outdoor garden party on Friday or on a Sunday evening. I mean, first things first, by the way, if you're having a garden party, who calls them garden parties, by the way, what is this, 1934? But if you are having a garden party... And you're stepping out with some broad. But if you are having a garden party, please do not assault my senses by playing Jack Johnson. Like, I feel like calling the fucking guards purely because he's playing Jack Johnson. Who even listens to Jack Johnson in 2020, let alone ever? Jack Johnson was one of the worst types of music in the whole entire entire world. It's that sort of crusty... White boy goes to like California for a summer, smokes way too much hash and comes back and it's all chill, man. It's all vibes, man. Yeah, like Jack John. It's just that sort of like surfing uh, stuff, you know? No, it's the worst. It is literally the worst. Anyway, speaking of bad music, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Music festivals. Music festivals. I loathe them. I'm just gonna come clean straight away. I absolutely hate music festivals. I hate them. They're the worst things in the world. And this TED talk will be about why they are the worst things in the world. You know when people say, oh, I get, oh, I got such bad FOMO, like, oh, oh my God, like, looking at everybody's Insta stories in Portugal, like, I just have the worst FOMO ever, like, You've actually got a lot of things. FOMO is not one of them. But I don't get FOMO. Fear of missing out. I don't get FOMO when people are arranging music festivals. I get the opposite of FOMO. I I don't want to go. I don't want to be there. A, the amount of money the tickets cost, is always extortionate. It's always absolutely ridiculous. Why do you want to pay 500 quid to go to some shithole and not shower for like four days and like eat nothing but absolute slop? Eat nothing but absolute slop and then still have to pay for everything once you get in? I absolutely hate music festivals. Oh, but like these days, man, you can, you can, it's actually real nice, like you can go, have you ever, have you never been glamping? Excuse me? Have you never been, like, glamping? What you, uh, why are you calling it glamping? What's that about? Why are you calling it glamping? Just because you put a G in front of it doesn't make it any different to the actual original thing of camping. That's like calling Mark Megan an absolute gunt. It makes no difference. You're still, the sentiment is still the same. Like, oh no, but, like, glamping, man, is actually unbelievable. Like, you fully get your own, like, you get, like, the toilets, like, are just for people that use the glamping. Okay, people are still using them, though. So, like, why do you think these people shit differently to the ones that didn't pay or didn't get their parents more than likely to pay for them to have a fucking teepee or something? Always a teepee, by the way. Always a teepee. Surely, surely that's cultural appropriation. I didn't think Sacagawea, if that's her name, or Pocahontas, like, loved popping pills and going to see the Prodigy at 3am in some sort of field in County Offaly. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing good about glamping. What are you getting for your money? Oh, well, you just get, like, a triangular-shaped tent, and then if you pay an extra 500 quid, you get, like, I don't know what, like a fire in the middle of it. It's absolute dog shit. It is absolute dog shit. And then I mean obviously you've got the absolute Aleppo, the Syrian style setup of the actual other campsites. They are a no man's land. They are in absolute no man's land. I mean, who designed the layout of these festivals? Has to have been the same man or woman who designed the layout of Ryanair in airports. You literally have to do the Camino de Santiago just to get to your bloody campsite. And those places are hellish. They are hellish. And there is no two ways about it. They are the foulest, most disgusting places on earth. I mean, filled with degenerates what can only be described as degenerates in those campsites. And you get some people going to them, who almost, by the way, pride themselves on not leaving the campsite for the whole weekend. Yeah, got here on Thursday now, just been here like since uh, since Thursday, so yeah, probably get back on Monday or something. I haven't seen one act, I haven't seen one artist like... Yeah, well, that's really grim. That's incredibly, remarkably grim. Yeah, sitting in a tent doing ketchup. You could have done this in your back garden. Why didn't you just sit outside your house and do this? But let's be honest here. The toilets, man. The toilets are the most depressing things in the world. You look at toilets at a music festival and you realise the actual filth of mankind. Like you worry, by the way, you worry about people. I've almost wanted to call paramedics after seeing some of the messes that people have left in the toilets, And I don't want to get into this because it is so disgusting. But what is going on with their bowels? You look at some of the messes these people leave and you'd be forgiven for thinking you've walked into, like, a Francis Bacon installation. What is going on here? Do these people need help? More shits fired? Like... Did you call it the bowling for Columbine. No, it doesn't. What even is that as a joke? But like absolutely outrageous, the state of these toilets. And I, I mean, it makes sense because everybody is on the exact same diet. Everybody is on the exact same diet for the whole weekend. Overpriced falafel, bad, EM, bad MDMA and warm cider. And when I say overpriced falafel, even if the falafel was to cost one cent, it would still be fucking overpriced. Because it's absolutely disgusting. Nobody ever likes falafel in normal life. It's only in festivals. It is literally sloppy, poopy, potpourri. Nobody else, nobody would ever eat it in any other context other than music festivals. But for some reason, for that whole week, that's all you get. It's like, you know, like the kid in elementary school who nobody enjoyed, okay, but on one day a year, it'd be his birthday and he'd have invitations and that was his ticket. And he'd be like, yeah, mate, everybody has to talk to me and be nice to me today because I've got the invitations. That's what falafel is. Like, why can't they just have normal food at these places? And then you want to go for a drink. Oh yeah, well, they've set up this real cool, like, speakeasy thing over there. It's not a bloody speakeasy. It's a tent, Okay, Bacardi do not run speakeasies, also alcohol is not outlawed, can we just have a normal bar and queue up for a fucking pint without all the bells and whistles, so, so ridiculous, oh yeah, who are you, who are you going to see tonight man, uh, I don't know yet, I haven't checked, yeah like the lineup's full piss ache, like we're probably, we're sort of thinking of starting off like a bit of wank muscle there, like over in the EDM tent, then, like, Low is playing, he's playing, you know, the Shutter Bridge set, like, that should be fucking sick, like, and then, like, probably go and catch a bit of, like, Modest Mouse, just chill, you know, sort of chill vibe, like, sit up on the hill, like, might smoke a J. Might smoke jay, but then, like, at the same time, Butcher's got, like, some absolutely outrageous ember, like, so don't really want to fuck up Down and Blow My Buzz for that, because then, obviously, we're going to see, like, Peggy go, you know? Peggy go later on, so, like... going yeah do you hear about that uh do you hear about that secret rave um yeah listen my friend i can confirm now that it is neither a secret nor a rave like it's not neither do you hear about that secret rave yeah ooh Jesus. Yeah, I too saw the heavily promoted Instagram ad campaign. It also says it on the fucking poster. It's not a rave. It's not a secret. It's 4am and it's that stage of the festival where people just need to go home. But it's 4am in the middle of the woods and they've got some guy from Berlin who at this point is just not even DJing. He could literally be banging saucepans off each other and recording that sound and playing it out of a Samsung, Samsung ga- Galaxy because all those perverts wouldn't have iPhones, you know, that sort of crusty, like, you know, 5G perverts. Like, that's the type of vibe it is. It's not a secret. It's not a rave. But These are the type of people that you get exposed to when you go to music festivals. You've got all the different types. You've got all the different types of people. Like, a public service announcement should be made in Ireland in the U- and the UK to, to girls, right? And they should say... You do realise that you don't have to wear denim shorts and glitter at festivals. You're not at Coachella. You're not in Coachella, okay? Stop dressing like you're Kylie Jenner, okay? You're not in Coachella. You're in Leeds and Reading Festival, okay? It is literally pissing down rain. And you're dressed like Kylie Jenner. Why? Why do you need to do that? And also glitter. Why? I hate glitter, Glitter is the worst thing in the world. You literally don't get it off you ever. But those sort of people, and then you got, you know, the lads, the sort of the real like fresh Essexy boys who like don't stay in the campsite, but they get like a hotel nearby and they come into the festival every day like looking super crisp and they're like, yeah, mate, you know, I, I'm just not really up for camping, really, me, you know, I, I like having a shower at the end of the day. Do you, yeah? That's not a unique character trait to want to have a shower. And now I'm actually going to intentionally squelch my wellies over those Nike Air Max just so you're one of us. The type of people that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Do you know what we need to talk about? You know those absolute perverts that bring their children to music festivals? Like, that just needs to be stopped. It's not cool. You're not cool. And. Why are you putting the earmuffs on him? It's not about just what the child is going to hear, okay? It's what he's going to see. The situations he's going to be exposed to. They're sort of like, you know, the type of couple. They think they're real trendy, like, and because the reality is they just can't accept the fact that their life has now changed and they they just can't give up the session. They still want to have the session. Like, no amount of flower markets or high-end green grocers will change the fact that you just want to be getting absolutely mangled on a Saturday night and snorting ketamine whilst listening to floating points. But no, instead you'll come to the festival with your child, really inappropriate, and you'll go back to your flat in, like, Hackney Wick to have slow, dry and brisk intercourse before debating whether the kimchi you made during the week is supposed to smell like Satan's penis or if it's gone out of date. You know the type. You see these couples at every festival. They sort of wear clothes that show you that they once had a bit of life in them. Like they're probably both rocking Air Max and Ray Bans just to let people know we've been to Berlin. We know what narcotics smell like. You know, he's wearing like an Adidas Zippy. And then they'll also like dress the baby in cool clothes. Dressing the baby in cool clothes. Listen, I will not respect your baby, Ray-Bans or otherwise. And if you bring him any closer to me, I will literally spike his milk with Emmer. Do you know what I mean? The husband's that sort of noodly like, tet type of listener, Radiohead guy. Like, he was forced to sell his own decks about five years ago to make room for, like, the Peppa Pig playmat. But he can't bring himself to throw away his Kerry Chandler records, so he's got them framed in the bathroom. Like, he still listens to LC- LCD sound system a really inappropriate amount. And then she's the type that knows all the DJs by their first names because she drilled most of them back in the 90s. Unwilling to accept that they need to move on. And also probably unwilling to accept that there's better DJs in the world than Richie fucking Horton. I feel like I went in on that particular couple a lot. Sorry, Matthew. Sorry, Susan. The other type of person that I absolutely adore you see at music festivals is, you know, it's like it's a three day festival and this cheapskate hasn't bought a ticket because he's convinced, by the way, he's convinced he can sneak in. And it's I always wonder, like, is it worth all of this hassle? You know what I mean? Is it really worth the fuss? Like, it's day two of the festival and you're standing watching Niall Rogers play for the 43rd time and you're standing there and all of a sudden he, like, emerges into the crowd. Say nothing. Say nothing. Um, I, I won't say anything. Please don't stand near us, though, you know? And he comes up. Yeah, yeah, just got in there. Delighted with myself now. That's me free. Free ticket for the whole weekend now. Is it? Yeah. How did you get in? Uh, it was actually super easy, like just had to scale two walls, uh, fell over there on that electric fence and got chased by an Alsatian. Uh, one of those really unnecessarily aggressive Scottish stewards, always Scottish, by the way. Always Scottish. It's like Scottish. It's like they go into Glasgow and literally find the roughest people possible and go, would you fancy uh, being a steward at an Irish music festival? Yes, please. But anyway, you know, yeah, I got chased by a few of those stewards. Uh, Dog bit me, then the farmer shot at me. It's like, now free weekend though, delighted. Mate, you've literally got trench foot You've literally got trench foot. Was it really worth it? Was it really worth it going to all of these ridiculous lengths just to not pay the 180 euro ticket? Absolutely outrageous. Almost as bad. Almost as bad are... No, actually worse. Um, Worse. Sorry, I'm having an absolute meltdown here. The worst of them all are the people who don't buy the ticket and then they get thaw mau like the day before the festival and they decide to cycle down for charity. Absolutely not. Gandhi, Gandhi, you can buy your own pills, mate. Do you know what I mean? Will you sponsor me to cycle to Electric Picnic? Absolutely unequivocally, no. No. Not only are you robbing yourself of your dignity, you're also directly robbing this charity because you've cycled down under the guise of raising money and you've promised to, I don't know, like pick up litter or something on the third day. But as soon as you get down, you're gone. You're straight into the Jimi Hendrix campsite or whatever. Also, can they actually just name the campsites normal things? Drives me up the wall. All of these modern festivals. Oh yeah, where are you? Oh, well, we're just beside uh, Brie. Um, where's that? Well, if you take a left at Charleville and then turn right at Stilton, we're about 500 yards from Fondue. What are these places? Just call it campsite 1, campsite 2 and campsite 3. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? I remember, like, the only time, the one and only time I'd been to a festival and I actually had to camp with the rest of those awful people. But I had to camp. I remember, like, 4 a.m., I managed to eventually get some shut-eye, a brief little bit of respite from reality. And some lad stepped over my tent in the middle of, the, middle of the night, fucking stepped on me. "'Ah, uh, sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. You've just ruptured my spleen.' This is absolutely outrageous. Sorry Bud doesn't exactly cut it, you know? You have these people running across the campsite, genuinely storming through it, like wildebeest migrating across the Serengeti. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, but, but instead of wildebeest, it's literally just some lad wearing a bucket hat and a Celtic jersey doing fucking like helium balloons or whatever those balloons people do at festivals. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty sure that's my tent there. No, it's not. You say that with the conviction of a lad taking somebody else's blazer at a wedding. Oh yeah, that's my one there. That's uh, the black one. Why? What? What are the like? What are the features of this that make you so convinced it belongs to you? Well, like we had a tent, didn't we? And there's a couple of sleeping bags in there. No, this is not yours. I also love. I also love so much. You know, when you're at festivals, the like the undercover. Excuse me, the undercover police officer. It's like they hire the least, like, the least sort of subtle people in the world. It's the most obvious thing ever. You can just imagine your man Dermot or whatever sitting in his car practising the name so he can fit in with groups of young people before he goes in like Come on Dermot, remember what the lads told you down at the station. Come on now. Wang, Claire a Russell. Like a Jack Russell, is it? No, no. Kanga Russell, you know, Skupta. He's just practising all of these bands' names so he can approach groups of people. Hello, uh, hello, mates. Um, wearing his super dry jacket, you know, super dry jacket and then these absolutely outrageously obvious black shoes. Mate, you may as well just have handcuffs. You may as well just have handcuffs dangling from your ears as if they're earrings because we we all know your regard. Come on now, Dermot, you've got this, you've got this. Hello. Hello, friends. Are you, How cool is Edom music? Excuse me? How good is the old Edom music? E- EDM. EDM music. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, but say, you wouldn't know where I can... You wouldn't have any uh, hash by any chance or other drugs or drug power for, enough to sell? Would you have any drugs on you? You know, they're the least subtle people in the world. But then, there could be a twist. He befriends a group of kids. And goes so deep undercover that he begins to get to know them and love them. And he spends his weekend in the campsite with them. And then there's this massive crescendo at the end of it where he has to decide whether, <coughs> excuse me, whether or whether not to stay undercover and become one of them. And he has an existential crisis. These people seem to get him. They understand him. Certainly much more than the sergeant and the rest of the boys down at store street. And then in the big finale, he's just about to come clean and tell the truth. But one of the girls, who's probably, predictably, his love interest, finds his badge when rummaging through his sleeping bag, so he has to arrest all of them. Literally the least subtle people in the world undercover guards. Speaking of not being subtle, do you know what needs to be absolutely outlawed? This trio of syllables that I'm about to make the noise that I'm about to produce out of my mouth. This trio of syllables should result in a jail sentence to any individual that makes this noise. It is 25 times, like, worse than uh, an ole, ole chant. It is worse than that. When you're at a festival, right, you're trying to enjoy yourself, you're absolutely soaked, but you're trying to enjoy yourself, and you hear this, oh 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 what the hell are you doing that is the most infuriating racket i have ever heard in my life you are literally a walking vuvuzela okay and it should be thrown in the fucking bin it is the most infuriating sound of all time oh do you want to go and get some smokes after this yeah i'd love to uh there's a there's a smoke stand. Where is it uh situated? Oh just beyond the campsites near Narnia. Excellent stuff. You you do the traverse. You traverse the plains of misery and you go over to the smoke station, the only place that sells cigarettes in the whole festival ground, and you go there. Hello, mate, could I get a pack of marble lights, please? Sorry mate, don't have marble lights. Ooh. Okay, uh camel blue then, please. Oh no camel blue either, bud. Okay, uh, Silco Purple? Nope, no Silco Purple. Cool, what do you have? Could I get a pack of Dunhill then? Give me the worst, give me the worst you have. Um, Marlboro Red then please, or Dunhill whatever, Lynx. Could I have those please? Don't have any of those. So what cigarettes do you have? Oh, we only have one brand called Plucky Strike or something really sloppy. It's essentially like (coughs) performing fellatio on a fucking chimney. You won't be able to speak for three months. that's all we have. Okay fine I'll have a pack. Actually no give me two. How much is that? Oh well uh, 24 quid each. Are you outside of your mind? i prefer to smoke a Fallus. I would prefer to smoke a Phallus than pay that amount of money for a cigarette. But yes please do you take contactless. Thank you. Covid and of course Celtic. Thank you so much for listening to The Sunday Rouse, Guys, you're incredible. I owe everything to you. So thank you so much. If you haven't subscribed to the Patreon, please consider it. It's your way of supporting the show, supporting me. Um, fingers crossed we can get, get ourselves on bloody TV in the next year. There's lots of other things we could be doing. The live shows are going to be happening soon. Please uh, join the cause. Join the journey. Let's go there together. I mean, I say let's go there together, but realistically, it'll just be me on the stage. Uh, But I'm looking forward to doing the live shows. I'm looking forward to meeting you all. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. So please subscribe to Patreon, patreon patreon.com forward slash, sorry, uh, forward slash Mark Meegan. And yeah, subscribe every month. You'll get bonus content. You'll get a lot of extra things. And I had something else to say. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, Mental health stuff. I hope you're well. Bye-bye.